the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful morning here in Rockbridge County, Virginia. I've had a message rolling through my heart this morning. I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about a quiet spirit. This is what we all strive for, and this is a battle in the Christian life, to maintain a restful and a quiet spirit before the Lord. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, the Bible says this, Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Now notice he doesn't say it's wrong to arrange your hair. I'm glad for that. He doesn't say that it's wrong to wear gold. He doesn't say that it's wrong to put on fine apparel. He simply says, don't let that be all you do. Rather, the scripture continues, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. You know, ladies and gentlemen, when things go wrong in our world today, the world looks to people of faith to see how we're going to handle it. How are we going to react when we are in a crisis? How are we going to react when we are in a conflict? Those two words have been heavy on my heart for this whole trip here in Rockbridge County of my ancestors this time out. How the Christian responds in crisis and in conflict. Sometimes, sorry to say, we appear to be even more anxious than the people of the world. And that shouldn't be because we have a powerful and a mighty Christ living, residing on the inside of us. But yet we are all human. And so at the beginning of this television program today, I want to tell you that all of us, myself included, you, every believer who is sold out to Christ and we are partakers of the divine nature, however, we will struggle to maintain a peaceful and a quiet spirit in this world. But, don't ever let the struggle become an excuse as to why we are not attaining the levels that God is willing to take us to. There's all times uh, that come that we're going to blow it. That happens to all of us. But if we will learn to develop a peaceful spirit and sit still and listen to God, we'll watch Him come through for us in every single situation that has us so anxious and has us so worried and troubled inside. The world doesn't have that hope. The world doesn't have a Christ to go to. Our verse today speaks of tranquility within our hearts. It speaks of the incorruptible beauty of a quiet spirit. There's nothing more ugly than a person who is anxiously hyper, looking for someone to blame, looking for reasons why they cannot succeed, worried and upset about everything that's coming down the pipe. It leaves an ugly scene. But the beauty resides in that tranquility and peaceful spirit that learns to lean and to trust completely on the Lord. The Bible tells us that God treasures it when you and I exhibit that type of a spirit. The world is attracted to that type of peace. When the world watches us and looks at us, it's attracted to the Christ within us who calms the sea, who stills the storm, who speaks to the mountain and it is removed. The believer stands in a position of faith to be just such a witness to this generation. 
True peace and quietness is one of the most elusive things in the world for those who do not yet know God. And I say it that way because there is always hope. Listen, some of you have friends and loved ones that you've been praying for to come to Jesus. And sometimes it looks like in the natural, they're never going to get saved. They're never going to make it. You can't reach them. Prayer's not seemingly working. But prayers are being stored up by God. I want you to know that. The scripture tells us that he keeps our prayers and our strong cryings and vials in heaven. He's aware of what we have prayed. I firmly believe, and you've heard me say this before, but we're here at this beautiful old Falling Springs Presbyterian Church. So many dear saints of God lie buried in the soil here. Their bodies do, but their souls and their spirit, of course, are with the Lord. But I believe with all of my heart that God is answering prayers right now, and people are being saved right now, that progenitory, uh, they're, they're, they're taking benefit of the prayers that occurred here 150, 200 years ago, by these dear saints of God who prayed for revival, who prayed for their families to all come to know Christ. Many people prayed, and I've read it in their prayer journals, where they prayed for people that were generations yet unborn. So some people I firmly believe are being saved today because their great-great-great-grandmother, who they never knew, but prayed those prayers that this family, this clan, this tribe belongs to Jesus Christ. And so my point is, if you've got those people in your life today that it's seemingly you're not reaching them, the prayers are going nowhere, they're not getting saved, in fact they're getting worse, they're drinking more, they're taking more drugs, whatever. I want you to know that as long as there's breath in their body, the Lord Jesus Christ is reaching out to them, wooing them to himself. The Holy Spirit is calling them to the cross of Christ, and prayers are kept by God, and they will be answered. They don't know true peace and quietness of heart yet, because they don't know God. And that's why our witness is so important. You see, this peace that we're talking about, this quiet spirit and tranquility, is a side effect. It's an automatic side effect of knowing and enjoying a relationship with your Creator. Now I want to talk a, mo a moment about our quiet time. Every one of us should have a time set aside daily where we spend it with the Lord. We read the Word of God, we pray, etc. But quiet time is so much more than just reading or doing a devotional or praying. Those things are very important and we need to include with them being still before God, and learning to enjoy His presence. So we, we pray, yes. We read the Bible, yes. We do a devotional, yes. But we also don't want to rush right off from there and go back into chaos. We want to include a time to be still before God and learn to enjoy His presence. A spirit of restlessness or anxiety can hinder God's work in your life. But a quiet spirit becomes an asset to any life. Philippians 4 and 6 says it this way. Be anxious for nothing. Nothing. And that you could say it this way. Don't let anything rock your boat. Don't let anything trouble you. That ministry that you don't know where the funds are going to come from. The payment on the house that you don't seem to have enough money at the end of the month. Don't let these things rattle you and become a constant source of irritation. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known 
to God. So we take our needs to God. And before we ask Him for, Lord, I need this and I need this and I need this and the other, we thank Him for the many blessings that we already have. I pray today that you will enter into the joy of quietness and remain in God's presence throughout the day and hear Him speak to you and receive His leading into your heart and life. As we await the Lord's return, this is a very nerve-jangling age, but the atmospherics of our hearts should be called calm. The Bible says that we have a God who calms the storm and a Savior who rebukes the wind and waves so that they are calm. You can read Psalm 107, verse 29, and Luke 8 and 24. The author of Psalm 131 said this, Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul. Proverbs 17:27 tells us that a person of understanding has a calm spirit. A calm spirit. Now, here's a, here's a point that we've got to uh, dwell on for just a moment. The Word of the Lord tells us, above all things, get wisdom, and with wisdom get understanding. Why? Because wisdom, the wisdom of God, that He wants to impart to our spirits on a daily basis, will answer the critical issues of life. But a person who allows themselves, and I know I've struggled with this over the years, a person who allows themselves to be worked up into a tizzy, a person who allows their mind to try to outthink the problem, a person who has to have a plan for every step of the way. Yes, you heard me right. Somebody said, are you against planning? Well, I am when it interrupts faith. Yeah. Uh, planning can be good. Planning can be a tool that we use. But when we outthink the problem and outplan our lives, and we work ourselves up when things don't hit just the way we think they ought to, you cannot have, you cannot walk in, you cannot operate in the wisdom of God and the understanding that the Holy Spirit wants you to have. The Bible said so. That's not Len Paxton saying that. Listen to the scripture again. Proverbs 17.27 It tells us that a person of understanding has a calm spirit. So here's the deal. The calmer that you can remain, the more that you can keep from outthinking the situations of your life, the more understanding you're going to have into the situations of your life, and even sometimes those things that we desire that we don't receive, we will begin to get understanding as to why we did not receive them. Isaiah 7 and 4 in the NIV tells us this, Be careful, keep calm, and don't be afraid, do not lose heart. And as we begin to close this telecast today, I want to tell you, I want to encourage you today that you can live a life of faith and victory. Don't lose heart. Don't quit. Don't give up. Because God wants to put you over in every area of your life that He has called you to. God's not obligated to bless my plans. So I might as well not be anxious about it and nervous about it and worried about it. Listen, God is obligated to bring to pass what He's birthed in my heart. And He'll do that. We just need to be careful. Keep calm. Don't be afraid. Do not lose 
heart. Now I want you to notice that calm is an interesting word. Calm is known more for what it is not than for what it is. Calm is not agitation. Calm is not fear. Calm is not turbulence. But calm, C-A-L-M, does require some kind of a storm or we would never notice it. So in order to, for you and I to learn, this is good news, it doesn't sound like it sometimes, but it is, in order for you and I to walk in a calm spirit, a quiet spirit, a peaceable spirit, the faith in God, we're going to have to experience a storm. That's right. And the wind's going to blow, the waves are going to rise in our lives, and it happens to every single one of us. There's no human being exempt from the storm. But in the midst of the storm, Jesus stood on the deck of that boat and said, Peace, be still. And the waves stopped and the wind quit blowing and they sailed on over to the other side. You and I can have that same experience in our hearts if we will but trust the Lord. Jesus told us that in all of our storms, we can let not our hearts be troubled. John 14, 1. We can allow the peace of God to rule, to be the umpire of our hearts. We can face our day with peace. We can remain calm. Now it's going to take some training and some work in order to get that done. And that training and that work, of course, is the Holy Spirit in us. We simply provide a yielded vessel. We simply say, Lord, I can't do these things on my own, and I need your help. And I have faith in what you promised me in your word. And I, I believe in you. I believe that your work on the cross accomplished it all. And I am ready to yield myself to you. I can yield my anxious thoughts. I can yield my troubled heart. I can yield my worried mind and receive the blessed peace that you have for me. And today, I can sit, I can move, I can work, I can preach, and maintain a quiet spirit before you, listening ever closer for that still small voice that will give me instruction and wisdom for my life and bring understanding to me if I will just remain calm and if I will just cast my cares upon you because you care for me, the scripture says. So I need to take them up. I need to pick them up and drag them through life and just become a, a bitter, angry, worried person. But I can lay them down, hallelujah, at the foot of the cross, hallelujah. And I can watch you work in my life, those things that you desire for me. I can go those places that you want me to be. I can be the kind of husband that you want me to be. I can be the kind of parent that you want me to be. I can be the kind of employer or employee that you have designed me to be because you will give me the wisdom and the understanding to do it if I will remain calm before you and let you lead my life. See, 
I think that's some of the trouble that we have sometimes. The Lord says, you know, we come to Christ, we get saved, we're born again, we're partakers of the divine nature, and the Lord says, now I want to lead your life. I want to lead you into green pastures beside still waters. I want to lead you where the blessings of God are so rich and so free, but yet we pick up that compass once again, and we try to dis determine the direction we need to go instead of being quiet before Him and listening when He says, this is the way, walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. And so we've missed God. We're walking over here somewhere, and God's way over there waiting for us to quiet ourselves down and remain in a calm repose and hear His voice, and then we run to where He is. And guess what? When we get where He is, the blessing is waiting there for us. And one thing we have to understand as we look at this too, the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it, the Bible says, that blessing isn't necessarily a bigger house or a fine automobile like, like we read at the beginning. Let's read that scripture again. These things aren't wrong. Um, they're okay for you to get if you get it right. But that's not necessarily the blessing that we want or need. Okay? 1 Peter 3, 3, uh, 3, 3 and 4 said this. Do not let your adornment be merely outward. So we have to understand, first of all, that the blessings of God is not merely outward. The arranging of the hair, the wearing of gold, the putting on a fine apparel. He doesn't say it's wrong. He just says don't let that be all that you focus on. And don't let that be all that you do. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart. There's your biggest blessing ground with the Lord right there. That inner man, that hidden man of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty. That word incorruptible means that if you have a quiet and a gentle spirit, there's nothing can come along and make you look ugly. It's incorruptibly beautiful. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of calamity, there is a beauty about you because you have a gentle and a quiet spirit which is precious in the sight of God. And so the blessing of the Lord that we seek after, so oftentimes the world can't even see with the natural eye the blessing that we have, but it can see the life that exhumes from us out of that blessed heart that God is giving us. And so Lord, I pray today, please promote a quiet spirit within me, and please allow me today to experience your peace. Would you make that your prayer today, child of God? If you're a Christian and you're watching me, would you make that your prayer today? Please promote a quiet spirit within me and allow me to experience your peace. And if you don't know the Lord today, if you're not a Christian, if you're not born again, you can be. He is as near to you as a prayer. Simply humble yourself and say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, and I invite you to come into my heart and forgive me of my sin and wash me in your precious blood. And then, Lord, in this nerve-jangling, chaotic time in which we live, help me to pursue peace. Wash me in your blood. Save my soul. I will serve you for the rest of the days of my life. Now, Lord, lead me into perfect peace. In Jesus' name, everybody would say, Amen and Amen.
So we're out here for day number four in Rockbridge County, Rockbridge of my ancestors, I call it. Many of my family members were settling, a settling family here, worked this ground with their bare hands to make a, a life. And I stand here today a product of the seed that they've sown in the new country. Uh, my, my family started coming here before it was the United States of America. And we're just so humbled and honored at the same time to be able to come here and make these telecasts for you. Again, I want to pray today that you will find the true peace that you're looking for. And that true peace is found only in Jesus Christ. You can have a quiet spirit and have a beauty of attraction about you that will draw all the others to Jesus Christ. Nothing's worse than somebody who's always angry, always railing, and you attract hardly anybody to anything. But you can attract people to Christ if you will simply lay down that care of life and entrust it to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So until we come together again a little further up this gospel trail today, this is Brother Paxton saying, go with God, and he will go with you. Bless you now.